0: Friends friends You must leave I'm in no mood. I mean it. I shall make terrible company this evening. Perhaps even dangerous company. I have not seen my face. I don't know if I have one today. I have not checked. I have not looked. But I hope not. Because if I did... I think it would be fearsome. I think it would be terrible. I imagine my eyes would be quite red and wide and frenzied like some enraged harpy. My teeth must certainly be all sharp points now, sharper than ever, even in any other lifetime, like needles in my mouth. They hurt me, anyway, especially when I try to express why on earth this is happening to me. My fingers must have gnarled into long, arthritic, monstrous things with split and crooked claws. My expression is not hunger or need or delight or anything other than blind rage. The kind of rage that twists the mouth upside down and stretches the face lengthwise into a bellowing howl and turns the ears back into pointed, horn-like things. The kind of rage that turns hair white The kind of rage that makes blood boil to the point of turning skin purple. The kind of rage that bends the spine forward and the legs backward, and contorts one's body into an enormous beast. Hair on end, eyes aflame, breath hot, and everything just... Ugh... Go, go, go. I should not even be here. Why am I still here? I should have shot right through the ceiling and broken a skylight window somewhere. Landed on the roof on all fours like a Halloween cat's silhouette against the dim light of the hidden moon a cat who knows it is too scared to be clever and too threatened to be scared and so puts on a face of pure, boiling, endless rage. You came here for peace. I cannot give that. I created this place for gentleness. I cannot find that. Lost. It's all lost. How did I let this happen? How did I let myself become this? I didn't I didn't do it. I am not responsible for this. Someone else did this. Like a wolfman's curse. Like a demonic invocation. Something did this. I remember vaguely... I woke up in my castle as a calm whisper of a breath. As I am, as I am, as I always am, as I always must be, I was ready. Ready to help, ready to care, ready to love, ready to breathe, and then crash. A stone through one window thrown deliberately with a note attached which read, All that you have is mine. It sailed through the head that I did not have at the time, but as I saw this note I felt the heart that's gone in my chest beat faster and faster. And I materialized by bit, not as I am, but as the feeling made me, lost in that feeling, enraptured, infatuated almost by some kind of energy. It's funny how anger can do that. It feels so close to passion if we allow ourselves to follow it down a spiraling path of destruction that can almost delight us by letting it out. Is it wrong to let it out? I don't know. But I think first a heart materialized for me but not a human one, a large and monstrous one. Then another crash, and another rock broke through another window, a green stained glass window that I think was given to me by a kindly old vampire, I think, I can't quite recall. Memories of kindness grow distant when one is under attack. And this rock, even larger than the last, word passed my new heart, and it was wrapped in a note which read, No power, no control, no will. Who, who would dare? Something as powerful as me, Have they even seen my new face? That's what caused it to begin to grow, in fact. The stone missing my newly fabricated bitter heart. And a grimacing mask wound itself from ether over the space above that heart. As limbs and skin and blood and muscle, and a whole body began to manifest and take form under it. And a third rock crashed through a mirror, a mirror. How dare they? Only I have the power to shatter mirrors here. The rock came from the other side, which I had originally thought was a wall, but now saw that it was an endless void of blackness, empty space behind that glass. The frame was so beautiful, though, and now it was empty. The rock blew through the reflection of my new body before I had a chance to either admire or detest it, and it hit me in my shin, in that delicate little bone beneath my newly sprouted knees and above my three-toed clawed feet. And the pain was so excruciating that I doubled over. And as I did, under my face on the ground was the rock. No note, but it was huge enough that they could write in mocking red, dripping letters, MINE 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 ah uh, my friends who did this which of you did this why 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 would you do this Why would you want me to become this? Didn't I give so much? How can I give more if you take it all? Ah! I can't. I can't breathe. I will launch myself through the castle bounding forward on all fours still running from running to i don't know what i don't know where only that i will fight i will fight for this castle i will fight for my well-being i will fight for what i want I have not gone so far just to have everything ripped from under me, just to lose the castle, like I lost the apartment, like I lost the forest, like I lost the tower, like I lost the, 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 the Our entire lives. Our entire lives we go through many many, many. many. deaths. How do we mourn? How do we, we celebrate. And celebrate those purged versions of ourselves? I don't have time to listen. I didn't expect to have to listen. I'm not ready to listen. What did it say? No time. I need to run. Something's after me. They're coming to take everything away from me. I have to cling on to it. I need to... How do we mourn How How the, the idea of Of who we thought we were going to be. No, I'm sorry. I need to run. I'm running. I'm running out of time. I'm running out of patience. I'm hungry and I'm lost and I'm scared. I mean, I'm furious. And clearly, as more stones fly through more windows, some hitting me and leaving bruises, others barely missing me and whistling past my ears, I'm under attack. How do we return? How do we return to the things that that were meant to that were meant to come with us. Uh, No. What do you mean? The only things that were meant to come with me were the things that I decided I wanted to take. The things I feel I need. The things I desperately want. I am meant to decide. It is my will, and my will is stronger than any other's, and it must be. If it's not, then how can I assert it over anyone else's? How can I be the unique and singular and utterly intimidating and awful monster that I know I am if... is that now are they here oh if they are looking for a beast they will find it in me indeed they thought incorrectly that I'd left my fangs in the past certainly they assumed foolishly that I'd trimmed my claws in a past life of course they guessed stupidly That I'd cut off my desires and aversions with my head and the rest of my body. And I'll bet they're mocking me with that music. It's not the time for music. It's the time for bloodlust. It's the time for bloodlust. But it's so Sad. No, it's just joking at the expense of my pain. Or luring me towards them so they can catch me and do me in. Get my brand new ankle in a trap of steel. Send the hounds with the gold in their snapping teeth after me. Prod me with swords and staves and fill their chalices with my rarest of blood. Not on my watch. Not no body, not know how. Follow it down, down, down the halls. The halls with rocks and stones being hurled through windows and through... Oh no, of all the sacrileges, not this. Through all my beautiful and precious mirrors. I thought there were more walls here. Maybe the whole thing has been made of glass, after all. How does this work again? Down, down, down the halls until there's a dead end with one great window before it. It's stained glass with a huge red tree, a bleeding tree, red leaves, sap dripping down sticky and sanguine and shining red glass like rubies makes my eyes shine even more red like rubies and the mere sight of it makes me mad as a bull before a waving red cape and 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 I charge through because there are no walls can hold my emotion right now and the shattering of the glass is like little crystal dewdrops. They shatter and fall all around me, and I land, surprisingly, not among them, but in soft grass. I haven't been here, not a courtyard, not the front yard, not the backyard, not the cemetery. I fell too far for those. It's an abandoned part of the castle, maybe. One I don't go to often, or ever. Who am I kidding? I discover a new chamber here every week and easily forget about it. There's that flute again. Aching and sore and bleeding and bruised, my wobbling forelegs tremble as I try to raise myself onto them again. Afraid I'll be caught by a great net afraid I'll continue to be beaten down by stones thrown by unseen hands. There's that flute again. But when I stand, there is only... a tree. Not bleeding, but green standing in a little tiny, itsy-bitsy lake of its own. I'd call it a pond, only it's too deep for that. Mm, Maybe a sinkhole. Who knows how far down these roots go. It's a weeping willow. Tendrils gently swaying in the breeze. No stones are being thrown at me here. So I let myself catch my breath. There's a ghost here, with us. At least, I think that's what they are. I cannot see their face. It is shrouded, like a figure on a grave, head bent, the shroud over its eyes. I cannot see who it is but by the sound of that flute and the way they sit on a stone bench, almost as though they are part of it. Maybe it's a headstone, who knows? But no matter what, no matter who, no matter how, I understand that they have lost something they have lost someone very very precious I believe they could be a statue for how pale grey they appear to me how picturesque their appearance how sad their posture perhaps ghosts can be made of stone If their grief is enough to root them to that which they've lost. Not as a holding too close. Not as a clinging desperately to. Not as a wanting or needing. But as love only. This ghost... Sports no bruises. This ghost breathes deeply. They must in order to play that flute so plaintively and sweetly. Their pain is invisible, but deep. Deep as this little lake the weeping willow grows from. Deep as the roots burrowing within it grow, deep as this castle tunnels underground. Suddenly, my legs, my head, my need, my anger, all the pain echoing in these, even all the myriad of tiny little cuts from the shards of glass, from window after window, mirror after mirror, none of it hurts anymore. Because this stone ghost here plays a song so beautifully that I understand they have lost that which they adore and though that which they adore has been lost the adoration is still there is there a pain more keen than that I sit on the bench beside the ghost and the music turns slightly more Hmm. what is the word Not happy, not even content, but just peaceful. I am sorry for what you've lost. I am sorry for what you've suffered. I have suffered too, but in different ways, so I cannot know your suffering. But I don't think that I need to, in order to help the pain. Just a little. Maybe not at all. But I will be here to try. I will be here to try. I don't have much to give, but my needle teeth suddenly fade away, along with my horrible frown and frenzied eyes. My claws retract and my fingers mend themselves. My legs heal and bend the right way again, so I can stand upright straight and tall. And as my spine centers itself again, and my head is only that much closer to the moon above us, I feel it all disappear. Until I am only a beating heart. Which, rent by the grief of another ghost I don't feel I have encountered in the castle before, yet whom I know, I know deeply and intimately, leaps out of the space where my beastly chest once was, and goes down, down, down into that lake to feed the weeping willow. (sighs) For you see, all that I have is yours. All that you have is mine. I have no power, no control, no will of my own. None at least that you do not share. My heart hurts at your pain, and so it becomes my mine mine let us try to share it all my friend the pain and the joy and the anger and the music and the breath pain is not greater than yours nor is yours greater than mine but if I can sit with you in it, perhaps the sharing of it perhaps well, perhaps we can disappear a little, lose ourselves in that which you have lost and that which I have lost. And maybe then it will all return to us anyway. I heard that some folk make flutes from weeping willow trees. Did you whittle that? for your morning song I'm sorry I was a monster my friends I'm sorry I was a monster I cannot promise that I won't be again just share with me your song and I think I will turn back again to Whatever this is. It's painful, but it's nice. It's nicer than anger. I threw that anger in the little lake to feed the weeping willow that will grow and perhaps have its branches whittled into willow flutes by sad souls who need to put music to their pain. I hear glass shattering even still, but it does not alarm me. This is the true castle anyway, and it is yours, 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 And mine, mine, mine. And ours, anyway. Just listen. Put your monsters to bed for now. For this song. That's where the castle is. everyone, thanks so much for joining me for episode 231 of On a Dark Cold Night. This is your host, writer, composer, narrator, etc., Kristen Zaza. I believe we're hearing this on the 1st of May, or at least soon after that, depending on how well I got myself together this week. And with a new month perhaps can come a new start, a new beginning for us in our own generosity in our own selflessness and our own love for both others and ourselves, but for ourself on the deepest and most sustaining and generous level, which might include allowing ourselves the freedom to feel unpleasant things, to make mistakes, to take in hurt and pain and anger and fear and grief but then to give ourselves the time, healing, and care to sit gently and remember that we are not those things. We are not what we feel. And those feelings only have as much power as we allow them to. I would like to thank very kind listener and patron of the show, Kayla Day, for submitting a question this week the question about going through our own deaths and growth and mourning and celebrating versions of ourselves we lose. Thank you so much, Kayla. Answering, or at least exploring, this question really helped me in piecing together some fragments that have been floating around in my heart since last week's episode. So my gratitude to you, friend. Speaking of patrons like Kayla Day, I would like to offer a sincere thank you to each and every person who supports the show on Patreon on a monthly basis. My friends, as always, it is so very appreciated. If you would like to support for $1 a month on my Patreon page, you can receive access to my entire soundtrack of over 200 musical tracks from the last three seasons. If you'd like to support at $5 or more, US, instead... You get that and a monthly tarot reading video released every full moon, as well as a weekly bonus meditation released every Thursday. You can learn more at patreon.com darkcoldnight. The bonus meditations, quick moments as I've called them, are available also on my Apple page as part of a subscription to the Sonar Plus Apple Podcast channel for $3.99 a month where you can also access bonus content from lots of other great Sonar Network shows. You can learn more by searching for On a Dark Cold Night, or the Sonar Network on Apple, or by visiting thesonarnetwork.com. It's a great way to support Canadian content. You can support the show one time only without any perks, also through Coffee.com by visiting ko-fi.com darkcoldnight or by buying a t-shirt or hoodie at bonfire.com slash on-a-dash-dark-cold-night. It would be immensely helpful as well if you left a rating or a review for On a Dark Cold Night on Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, or anywhere else you like to rate and review podcasts. You can follow me on social media on Twitter at a dark Cold Night, Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, on Facebook or YouTube under page names On a Dark Cold Night, or on TikTok at Kristen Zaza. These are fantastic ways to give me a shout and ask any questions you may want me to explore in an upcoming episode. And as well, my album, Favorite Little Songs from On a Dark Cold Night, is available to stream through Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, and lots of other music streamers. It's a selection of 14 of my favorite songs from throughout the last 230 episodes, plus the three versions of the theme song. If you search for favorite little songs from On A Dark Cold Night, or just for Kristen Zaza, you should be able to find that wherever you get your music. I really appreciate you listening with me this week, my friends. I think that part of our journey must be accepting ourselves in all of our so-called imperfections, our difficult feelings, our humanity. If we can avoid adding self-judgment or self-deprecation to the pile of emotion, I think we can move through it faster to the other side, where there's a lesson to be learned, growth to be experienced, new feeling to move through us, and I suppose life is all of that together, after all. But then again, I'm not sure I know anything really, among the pain and the strife and the loss and the rage and whatever else there is. There's a space for us to lose ourselves in love for each other, and that doesn't go away with loss. In fact, if we allow ourselves to, I think we can become even stronger. Take heart and be well my friend